Hi, it's Katie with Bountiful Living. I hope you are enjoying hope. <laughs> this series on hope so far. And you know, it really isn't hard to feel hopeless these days. I mean, I think there's times where we have all felt it. We've all felt and known hopelessness. But right now, as it's getting harder and harder to pay bills, make ends meet, put food on the table, the economy the way that it is, maybe it's all of those setbacks that you never feel like you're getting ahead. You don't ever feel like you're moving forward and you can just begin to wonder, what is the point of all this? Maybe it's that recent medical diagnosis. And how are you supposed to have a hope when you are in the midst of endless suffering? I'm sure there are many things that we can fill in the blank for hopelessness. But I want you to know today that although you may feel hopeless, you don't have to stay that way. I want to pick up where we left off. In part one, we walked through God's faithfulness, his faithfulness through the ages, his faithfulness to keep his promise, his faithfulness to walk alongside us and give us hope and comfort, not just in our victories, but in those dark, difficult seasons of life. God is our God of hope. Our loving God was faithful to send Jesus, his death on the cross, and the fact that he is seated now at the right hand of the Father. He is our eternal hope. He gives us hope for yesterday. He gives us hope for today and hope for tomorrow. It's a hope that can never be taken away. We know this in our head, yet in reality, we all experience hopelessness. Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. I want to ask you today, when was the last time you came to Jesus? He's there. Those nail-scarred hands are reaching toward you today. And maybe you've been too busy. Maybe you have been taking care of everyone else, that there's no time for you. But right now, here in this moment, this is your time to come to Jesus. He is waiting. He is able to take and lift that hopelessness, those heavy burdens off. I want to remind you today, my friend, we never have to stay in a place of hopelessness because of Christ. Because of Christ, we have a bountiful life. He is our eternal hope that cannot burn up, cannot be taken away unless we are the ones allowing it. In John 10, 10, we know the thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy, but Christ has come for us to have life to the full. When we are feeling hopeless, we're agreeing with the enemy. But when we have hope, we're agreeing with Christ. And I want to tell you that when you begin bringing all of this to the feet of Jesus, all of this suffering, this hurt, the wounds that your circumstances may not immediately change or fix, 
but he is able to take that hurt, that heaviness, that weariness away if you'll let him. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, it says in verse 4, For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy every argument and every lofty opinion, raising itself up against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey Christ. And to simplify this a little bit, this is the way that I tell it to my kids or to anyone who will listen. When we are feeling hopeless, it's a signal from our bodies that our hope is misplaced. And it is human to have emotions. And I've learned that we all have feelings and emotions, and we're not necessarily supposed to ignore them. I know that's my big issue. I a lot of times just fill my life with busyness and bury the pain and just keep going like everything's fine, but it's not. All of that is sitting there simmering beneath the surface about to explode because I ignored those feelings. And so today, I want to teach you a new practice in coming to Jesus, bringing your care, your burden to him today, whatever it is. Maybe it's not hopelessness. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's anxiety. Whatever it is you have today to bring to him, we can look at our feelings as signals telling us something is off, something as misplaced. And what I say to my kids when we have those feelings, because they're very human, we all have them. We have lots of negative emotions and thoughts. However, we cannot allow those things to control our lives, especially those that are contrary to the character of Christ when he should be the ones ruling our heart and mind. So what we do is we just take that thought, that feeling, and we put it in prison and make it obey Jesus. And if that sounds just 100% absurd to you, let me walk through this with you a little bit more about how to take our thoughts and feelings captive. We do this by speaking the truth of hope found in God's word to our hopelessness. I've talked about this in other episodes about how our sword in Ephesians 6 is the spiritual armor that we have to defend against the enemy. The sword is God's word. We can come against these thoughts, come against these feelings and emotions contrary to the mind of Christ, the heart of Christ, and we can defend ourselves, defend with the truth of God's word. And let's go ahead and just give the enemy a few jabs right now to your hopelessness. I love the psalmist. I mean, he knew how to commiserate. He really walked through some low times. And at the end, he always found his hope in the Lord. Psalm 42.11 says, My soul, why are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for yet I will praise him, my Savior and my God. That is just one verse down. So as you are moving through this by taking Whatever that thought is, and typically what I do when I'm dealing with a certain thought, feeling that is contrary to what I know to be true in God's word, that God says he comes to be our peace, that he comes to be our hope, that he is love, 
that we're never left alone. He never forsakes us. He is faithful. It's so easy to do a search on a word, and you can pull up all kinds of scriptures. And today I pulled up several on the word hope. And if you are in a very dark place where your soul is downcast, it may not be an immediate turnaround. But I promise you, this practice works. I've used it time and time again. First of all, this is what God says is true. Secondly, I have myself put this to the test when I have faced darkness, when I have faced depression and anxiety and fear, whatever has come at me, and I have seen it work. We are in a day and age where it has never been easier to be in God's Word. And I will say from my own experience, there's times when I'm so weak, I may not even be able to open my Bible. I may not even be able to read it or speak it. And that's when something like the Version Bible app is so helpful because the Word can be read. You can even have that thing going all day in your house <laughs> and watch the change that can take place by just having the peace of God's word over your home. Watch the transformation. Let's read another one. Those of us who are experiencing hopelessness or fill in the blank of whatever you're going through today, because God is our hope today. Right now, you can experience his hope, his peace, his joy. We take a moment with that feeling and we wash over that feeling with the truth of God's word. And you will watch as the enemy becomes defeated and you are able to lift up out of your circumstance. Romans 5.5 5 says, And hope does not disappoint us, because God poured out his love in our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. That scripture tells us hope does not disappoint because of God's love. Romans 8.24, For this hope we are saved Romans 12, 12 tells us to rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Psalm 25, 5, lead me in your truth and teach me. You are the God of my salvation. You I hope all day long. Micah 7, 7, but as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will hope for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. My friends, your words are not falling on deaf ears. The Lord is our hope. The Lord is our salvation. And I hear all the time about these declarations we can make. These these declarations are weapons against the enemy. And so I encourage you to equip yourself with them today. Equip yourself with the word to lift you up out of the place where you are. Hebrews 11, 7, 11, 11 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. This is a good one from Psalm 918. But God will never forget the needy. The hope of the afflicted will never perish. The hope of the afflicted will never perish. Psalm 3818. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those who hope in his unfailing love. God's promise is for all who believe. When we declare God's word over our lives, over our circumstances, when we meditate on his word day and night, it becomes more than a weapon to defend us, but a tree of life begins to grow within us. 
Proverbs 13, 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, your word that gives us hope for today. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, all those years ago to be born, to walk among us, to show us how to live. Thank you that he died on the cross bearing our burden, bearing our sin, bearing our grief, our shame. He endured it all for us. Thank you, God, for raising him from the dead and giving us eternal hope that cannot be destroyed, cannot be defiled, and that for those of us who have our hope and trust in him will also not perish but have everlasting life with you. God, thank you that you are making all things new. You have the victory. Thank you for giving us your word to defend ourselves against the enemy. I pray for everyone listening today. I know how lonely it can feel to be hopeless. I pray they all come running into your arms today. And it's something that we all learn to do repeatedly, that we would posture ourselves in a place of worship, praise, gratitude, and stand on the truth of your word that lifts us out of our circumstance. You, O Lord, are our glory and the lifter of our head. Thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. We will have all of this on the blog to help you learn how to take every thought captive. Check out the post at bountifulliving.net. Follow us on Instagram at bountiful underscore living.